What you're about to listen to was originally broadcast on 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia. For details, go to the website 98five.com. On 98.5, it is weekdays with Mike. Good morning and good morning and welcome to the studio for the first time in many, many weeks, our resident doctor, Dr. Stewart. Mike, it's been far too long, far, far too long. It has. It's good to see you. You're looking good. I am glad to be back in the presence both of you and, <laughs> and of your magnificent facial hair. Are you liking it? Oh, I'm loving it. I I'm did. Sh- it. I shaved about a month ago. Did you? And then it uh, it felt it felt a bit weird, so I thought I'd let it grow again. Okay. But I I got to keep it. I like to keep it trimmed a bit. I don't like it too thick. Keeps people away from you, I'm guessing. <laughs> How did you, you are you you are a smart man. <laughs> you are a very smart man. Well, it's working on me anyway. <laughs> It is good to have you back in. If you've got a question for uh, Dr. Stewart, you can text in right now and you can be anonymous as well. 0429-985-985 is the number. To kick off today, uh, Dr. Stewart, yesterday, big day, International Nurses Day yesterday. It was, it was. And I, and I think it's a good opportunity just to remind ourselves of the wonderful nurses and the the um, the, the sheer massive impact that they have on on the lives of patients and people around the world they don't just work in hospitals they come into our homes they work in our practices uh, they, they work in all manner of, of locations around the world and they provide uh, a caring and compassionate service that makes such a difference to people's lives it, it is truly absolutely um, I cannot overstate it and and look you know we, we work in teams you know doctors don't work in isolation we need a team and I am useless if I don't have nurses with me supporting me and doing the things that I um, you know don't either have the ability or the time to do so I am grateful to all of our um, brothers and sisters in the nursing community who, who provide such amazing support mm. every day. How important is that relationship between between doctor and nurse? It's I really guess even in a critical, even thinking about surgery in an operation. Yeah, absolutely. It's really important. So, you know, we rely on, on our, our team. And, and as I say, the, the, the nurses form a very important part of that team along with many other people. But uh, from that, that, that point of care where we're providing a service to a patient, yes, in surgery, we rely on the nurses to help us out, to identify problems, to support us and to, to provide um, that, those expert services that they, they are extremely well qualified to provide. And um, nursing is an incredibly challenging career um, to go into, not just academically, but um, there are great demands on nurses and their, their time and their their. Uh, compassion is is depended on greatly and is is tested severely on a number of occasions. Particularly in the last eighteen months, of course. Without question. A big shout out to you if you are a nurse. Uh, maybe you're on your way home from a shift, or yeah, uh, uh, big shout out, big shout out for uh, yesterday celebrating International Nurses Day. We'll yeah. take a break. We'll come back and talk some more. If you've got a question for Dr. Stewart, you can text in now zero four two nine. 985985 and it can be anonymous. I'd uh, love to hear from you this morning. You are on 985. it is weekdays with Mike. Good morning and joining me in the studio is Dr. Stewart and taking your questions you can text in on 0429-985-985 if you've got a question for Dr. Stewart this morning. Dr. Stewart, um, do you get a lot of people um, talk to you and ask you about um, they're just feeling tired? Oh that's 
Like, quite you know possibly. what, I'm just tired. I don't know why, but I'm just tired. That's quite possibly the number one question we get, actually, Mike. It's, it's actually what we're, we're taught in medical school, that um, patients come in and complain and they're tired all the time. Uh, it's, it's what we call a heart sink symptom. Because your heart, heart sinks. Sink. Yeah, oh, right. your heart sinks when somebody comes in and says it. Not because you don't want to help them, yeah. but just because it's a really non-specific feature. And mm. I guess there's a, there are a number of potential causes, and everybody's worried that maybe they're iron deficient or you know that they've got something else nasty working on them, and that's a possibility because these things are quite common. Um, but also, it, it's it's a function of the the way we live our lives these days, Mike. We we don't just burn the candle at one end and we don't just burn it at both ends we actually try and burn it in the middle as well so non-stop we we wake up early because we've got a busy life to lead and you know we've got kids to get ready for school or we've got work to get to and so we drink legal addictive brown sadness water in order mm. to pep, pep ourselves up <laughs> uh, first thing in the morning <laughs> i love the way you describe it <laughs> <laughs> and we and we continue to consume um, you know, those legal yeah. addictive stimulants throughout the day in order to keep things going. And then we get to the home time and we're, we're busy trying to get things ready for the following day and we, we extend our day beyond what our bodies particularly want and we're keeping ourselves up late at night and then we wonder why when we climb into bed we can't just suddenly fall asleep and we have poor quality sleep, which we, means we wake up the next day and we're tired again, which means we're back on the, the brown sadness water. So there's an element of life that that uh, gets in the way of this and that is a natural function but i think the important distinction is if this is something which is different is new and has changed over the last few months rather than this has just been pervasive for years and years and years then it's very important to go and speak to somebody about it because there is a possibility that you're low in vitamin d low in iron low in a number of different things or that indeed there's something else going on that you perhaps haven't noticed uh, and a doctor will spend the time to try and tease that out for you and figure out what's happening do you think that in your experience do you find a lot of people almost accept that oh yeah this is just the way i am i'm, I'm always tired and accept it yeah is that potentially you know, pose some risk. Do you think if you if you keep going, it does, well, it does, and there's there's a risk on both sides. So there's a risk from the patient's perspective that they think, ah, oh, you know, I've always been like this, and mm. maybe it's a bit worse just now. But then, you know, there's probably a lot of reasons for that. But there's a risk from a doctor's perspective as well. If we don't take it as seriously, and and you know, if the patient comes in and undersells it, so oftentimes we will get patients coming in, and they'll deliberately undersell. The, the symptoms they're having, because they kind of want a good answer from you. They don't want mm. you to tell them there's something going on. The classic is the husband coming in, the wife has badgered them into coming in to speak to the doctor, and they'll come in and they'll be, oh, I don't think there's anything going on, but the wife made right. the appointment and I thought I'd better come. And you've got to tease those out and make absolutely sure that there isn't something going on, because if there is concern, it's reasonable for us to explore it and make sure there's nothing happening. Mm. So yeah, there's a risk that we don't take it as seriously and we overlook it and that we brush it under the carpet as just being part of the norm. And the the other, the other group of people who, who are at risk in that is actually people who um, are further away from the age of 18 than they perhaps once were, Mike. Mm -hmm. okay. um, and I remember a professor of geriatrics back home in Scotland when I was uh, coming through my training said something that I'll never forget, which is that old age doesn't come itself, it brings all its friends with it. We've heard variations of that before. But if old age comes all at once, or if a symptom comes all at once, it's not old age. It's something else that's causing it. So I always mm. use that little uh, that little uh, statement to try and test when somebody comes in and said, "Oh, yeah, I'm pretty tired, doc, but it's been creeping up for years and years and years." Well, maybe we're just dealing with um, mm. you know a natural function of life. Whereas if this is something that six months ago you were doing a lot better, then no, something else is happening here. Okay. 
We just got to take I'm a break. Am I boarding you, mate? <laughs> no, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back. If you've got a question for Dr. Stewart, 0429-985-985. This is Weekdays with Mike. Good morning. Dr. Stewart is in the studio. We're having a chat about uh, a lot of people that you talk to uh, just say they're feeling tired. Yeah. Could be a whole range of different things, Doctor, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm sure even stress. We talked about lifestyle. Yep. Stress can play a part. What about what we consume from a... Um, I mean, we're, we're, a, we're a coffee culture, aren't we? Everyone loves a coffee. We are, and I'm no exception. In fact, yeah. I was given a beautiful cup of coffee when I, when I got here today. That, so that's, I noticed the cup's empty. It is, and it's yeah, not it been, been good. You haven't refilled it, so, but that's okay, mate. We won't... We won't uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> so, yeah, but caffeine is probably the, the, the major, um, as I said earlier, the legal addictive stimulants. Caffeine is probably mm. the biggest one out there, and there's a, there's a few schools of thought on caffeine, but one of them is that we should treat it like an actual prescribed drug, because it is just as potent as that, and that we should take it with with a regular schedule because if we don't then we're going to withdraw from it and we're going to feel lousy and mm. well I can certainly give you an anecdote from way back in the day when uh, I'm, I'm dusting down the tombs of my uh, of my memory with this one Mike. Oh, we're we're to, going back many years. Back many years. Settling everyone. I'm ready. My, yeah well Go. back to my medical school <laughs> days <laughs> and um, I was I was courting my wife. I was I was trying to woo her. We were in the sales phase as I like to tell her um, <laughs> when she asks why I'm no longer the way I used to be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, she she's one of these people who she she studies and works incredibly hard and and um, and, and I love her for that. But I uh, she's more of a she'll start studying for an exam five or six months before the exam, uh, and I'm more of a five or six days before the exam kind of a guy. Oh, so you fresh know, in your mind. Fresh in my mind, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's it's not procrastination. Yep. It's definitely fresh in my mind. And yep. and. So but because I was in this sales phase of our relationship, I needed to, you know, put on a good show. So I'm turning up at the library and opening these big medical textbooks oh and yeah. trying to make Really look, impress her? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then <laughs> was falling asleep in the middle of the book. And I thought, no, this, this, is not, this is not sending the right signals here. So, so I got myself uh, a, a can of, of energy drink. Mm. Uh, and, and I didn't like the taste of it the first few times. I, it's a real, you've got to power through. It's a bit like alcohol. You've got to power Once through before you, before you start to develop a taste for it and I got myself hooked on it really quickly we started off with the cans and then we proceeded to the larger own brand litre bottles that were sold in the local supermarket wow. because it was cheaper and we were students at the time and mm. my wife got in on the act and she was drinking it and this was great we've got loads of energy and within a few weeks maybe about a month or so we noticed we were fighting all the time we were at each other's throats really not like us as individuals we're both pretty re relaxed and laid back mm. in that regard unfortunately some medical nouse crept into our brains and we thought do you think it could be the caffeine you know and so we we went cold turkey and we had splitting headaches for about two weeks withdrew off the caffeine and we were fine wow. so it has such a potent powerful effect on us and we don't even realize and i certainly speak to patients all the time who talk about buying bag big big boxes of of diet coke or the bottles mm -hmm. or whatever we're we're drinking lots and lots of these kind of um caffeinated drinks mm. and um we don't recognise the impact it's having on our on our lives. It impacts sleep as well. Did you find it impacted how you slept massively? Not massively. only the, the 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 fighting that you yeah that it, yeah. So poor poor sleep quality. I was still able to sleep, but I didn't feel rested in the morning. 
So the impact shouldn't be overstated. And we, we do drink these things without considering um, the, the consequences. But ultimately, yeah, it, it cannot be overstated mm. what an impact it can have. And people often don't realise some things that have coffee in it, yeah, sorry, caffeine in them, uh, things like chocolate. Uh, yes, sometimes people yeah. are surprised to learn that energy drinks and, and caffeinated colas have, mm. have uh, coffee in them, <laughs> caffeine, caffeine in them. Yeah. Um, but they do, and there's, there's a lot of foods out there, mm. and, and sometimes we need to have a look at our diet and consider, is that a possible mm. impact? Interesting. Doctor, we'll take a break. We'll come back and talk some more. If you've got a question for Dr. Stewart this morning, you can text in right now, 0429-985-985. Back after Keith Urban. On 98.5 Weekdays with Mike, Dr. Stewart is joining me in the studio. We've been uh, chatting this morning about uh, a lot of people that would uh, just generally feeling tired. Yeah. And often it can be a challenging one to pinpoint exactly what is the, the, the I guess, the cause or the issue. Mm. We've talked about um, diet. You shared your story years ago with yeah. uh, drinking a lot of uh, caffeine, caffeine energy yeah. drinks yeah. Can, can be an issue. Yeah. What would you say to um, our family listening this morning, Doctor, as a to try and I guess I guess look at some of the causes before yeah. they perhaps get to a, a GP? Yeah, you, you can you can have a cast an eye over your diet um, and and see whether or not there are any aspects that you think you could perhaps be doing better. So, for example, yes, mm. caffeine is a, is a good example, but there are other other stimulants and other things that we can eat which can cause uh, tiredness in the the long term. Um, and sometimes people don't appreciate the, the impact that certain foods have. And a, a good example of that is, you know, people will often have a, a very carb-heavy uh, lunch and then find they're a bit yeah. uh, tired in the afternoons. And that can be just a straightforward, well, you know, maybe we just lighten up on the lunch and we see how we feel um, after that. Um, that's, that's interesting you say that because I reckon a lot, a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. They will have a, a very heavy carb lunch. Yeah. And then that mid-afternoon. Yeah. So what's the best thing? How, how do you tackle that? Is it do you lighten up a bit? You need to lighten up a bit. Yeah, it's exactly. And it's you know we all we all respond in different ways, but largely speaking, you know, a carb load at uh, at lunchtime is is going to make you feel pretty drowsy in the afternoon as your body tries to process all of that sugar. Mm. So ultimately, yeah, looking at your diet and trying to find ways to tidy it up. Um, also looking at exercise. Exercise produces endorphins, which help to make us feel more alert and more awake. And if we are not doing regular exercise, then and we're all guilty of that because of those busy lives that we lead. And, and spoke about that earlier. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And if we're not able to ma to maintain that um, on a regular basis, then we will find those days we can actually be really sluggish and not not able to achieve what we want to be able to achieve. So, but if you've cast an eye over your lifestyle, you've cast an eye over. Uh, your diet and you can't really come to a conclusion as to where the problem lies that's where your gp comes in that's where you want to go and speak to somebody and say look you know i don't think this is i don't think this has been creeping up i think this is something that over the last three months or so i've noticed um is is affecting me much more and um i, I wasn't like this six months or a year ago and i'm just a bit worried that there could be something else going on go and speak to somebody that that will be able to help you answer that question do we underestimate stress sometimes or Massively. or change in personal circumstances yeah. that can possibly impact on the way you're feeling tired? Without question. One of the largest stressors that I see people coming in and talking to me about, um, and they don't realise it's a major stressor, moving house. So moving house is a massive stressor for a variety of reasons because oftentimes associated with a house move is... A, a, a wholesale lifestyle change because we may well move job, our kids will move schools, our uh, partners will move jobs, and and everything changes. And um, there's a there's a um, 
a psychologist way back in the day called Maslow who had this uh, notion about a hierarchy of needs and I, I don't subscribe to all of it but one of his notions was that we had this hierarchy and that right down at the bottom of this hierarchy one of those fundamentals that we need in order to achieve our, our best was that we were we, w- we had shelter and we had a roof over our heads and home is home is our castle home is a place where we can mm. go and people can't get us we can turn off our phones we can lock the door home is our castle and it's a place of safety and whether we choose to move or whether we are forced to move for whatever reason it doesn't feel like home for a period of time and I've moved a reasonable number of times in my life and I know that it does take three six nine months sometimes for it to feel like home again yeah. for you to be able to, to to get there almost on autopilot when you need to and so that can be so disruptive to our lives and and it, it's an indication of a number of things potentially are going on when when we're feeling that tiredness and that stress um, and it, it absolutely is related so yeah people people often um, are worried that that may be the problem um, but they want to rule out a more organic reason for it first of all so your GP be able to help we could maybe do some blood tests if they're mm-hmm. appropriate or other investigations and a lot of the time those come back uh, completely reassuring and normal uh, in which case we can then say all right well so there's nothing physically wrong so let's take a look at the psychological aspects and find out if you've been putting yourself through the mill burning that candle every which way and is that starting to have an impact on you doctor we are out of time really appreciate you coming it's a great chat this morning i like it because i think a lot of people can relate to this yeah. uh, no matter what age or stage yep. and uh I think we can get better at slowing down and, yeah. uh, and taking some time out, which I think contributes uh, a lot. So thank you for coming in. Thank you, mate. Good on you, Dr. Stewart. My guest in the studio this morning, uh, you are on 98.5, and this is Weekdays with Mike. Here's Mariah Carey. For more details on this and other programs, contact 98.5 Sunshine FM, Perth, Western Australia or visit the website 98five.com.